five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh. For the WDMA, we're having a meetup tomorrow, not today. <laughs> have to think of how to make it rhyme, you know, it's got to work. Anyway, let's get going right over to Tom Fishburn. <clears throat> okay, AI written, AI read. Oh, this is one of the best ones I've seen in a long time. And so this person says, AI turns this single bullet point into a long email I can pretend I wrote. Then the recipient says, AI makes a single bullet point out of this long email I can pretend I read. <laughs> so are we, is this productivity or what? <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, one piece of slang that has long embodied, long embodied, I have never heard of it before, but I'm, I used it already this morning. The short attention span internet is TLDR, short for too long, didn't read. You know, because I get these invitations to connect on LinkedIn, and whether they're real people or not, I'm never sure. But then, but then once I say yes and I accept their invitation, which I generally do, uh, then I get a long, long email that's ridiculous. And I write them a little note, say, this is too long to read. This is a chat window, and I'm not reading it. <laughs> I got to say, I got this new mug. Oops, you can't see the, I can see the logo. Always put your logo on both sides of the mug, right? Or you would have, and you would have got a, uh, you would have got a free plug here. The style consultant gave me that. She decided that it was a, a mug I would really like. It's probably too big. Trouble with really big mugs. Interestingly, my wife likes really big mugs. The trouble with really big mugs is the coffee gets cold before you finish it all. At least at the rate. I like to match my cup size with the rate of drinking. So anyway, too long, didn't read. I just used that on a LinkedIn <laughs> follow-up message. Now we need too long, didn't write. Got it? <laughs> a January survey from Fishbowl found, and usually, usually Tom links those, but I don't think he did. 40% of nearly 12,000 workers have used ChatGPT or other AI tools at work. Nearly 70% said they do so without telling their managers. Well, I didn't. So if you get something from me, it's my hand wrote it. <laughs> and that's the way it is. But uh, there's some funny stuff in here. When we all have tools to create endless streams of content, we'll also need tools to filter through endless streams of content. Uh what a dopey world we live in. Uh, the <laughs> John Herman had an interesting take a few weeks ago in New York Magazine entitled, The Nightmare of AI-Powered Gmail Has Arrived. John wrote, Are you excited for your coworkers to become way more verbose, turning every tapped-out sounds-good into three-paragraph letter? And I've noticed that the higher up in the company, the less likely it is to be a three-paragraph note, okay? I purposely keep my replies to three or four words when I'm trying to work with a, with a CEO or something like that. Are you looking for, forward to wondering uh, 
if that love oh this is the best part that lovely condolence letter from a long lost friend was entirely generated by software or if he just smashed the more heartfelt button before sending it here an awkward last month an awkward adolescent period of ai there's tremendous uh, <laughs> i can't even go on vanderbilt university administrators had to apologize for sending con a condolence email to students about the shooting at Michigan State. At the bottom of the condolence email, they accidentally left a footnote that, that the email had been written by ChatGPT. Now there's a, con there's a heartfelt condol condolence letter. Sometimes, as I've said many times, it's better not to send that email. Oh, MG, that's a bad mistake. Figuring out when and how to use these tools appropriately and product productively will take time, yeah, if at all, right? When the same tools are available to everyone, the differentiator will be how we use the tools, not the tools themselves. I did see a cartoon, I should have brought it up. It said, you're not, AI will not replace you, you and your job. Someone who knows how to use AI better than you do will replace you in your job. Now, there was a scary, there was a scary cartoon. Okay. But by default, they are homo homogenation machines spinning out lookalike content for everyone. Right. So, not like me. My content does not look like chat GPT. Although that is one of the problems. My niece is a professor of philosophy at Gonzaga. Condolences to Gonzaga. <clears throat> they got knocked out yesterday. Um, but they got <laughs> crushed. Anyway, <clears throat> but she said it's a significant problem that they have. And I said, is the problem that they're using ChatGPT or is the problem that the level of, of writing in undergrad essays so terrible that you can't tell the difference that the ai is probably better she said that's it she said so i'll try and tag her i don't know if she's on linkedin or not but uh if so i will tag her and uh thank you for that okay it takes work and creativity to use them in ways that will actually stand out oh brother yeah it's like it's like using it's like using search you know, if you just take the first few things that come out, I, um, well, I'll show you later. Okay, I keep coming back to my favorite observation from HubSpot VP Scott Brinker. Technology changes exponentially, organizations change logarithmically. I always thought, well, the log of a number, I guess that's a slower change. I think organizations change arithmetically and technology changes exponentially would be a better quote <laughs> anyway let's go on consumers want communication that is human empathetic and real so hopefully our ai can learn to generate content like that for them yeah i saw a uh, a customer experience it was an article in i think it was customer experience magazine and they were talking about how about how customers want empathetic communication from a company when they have a problem and th they were hoping that chatbots would give them that 
And the hope was that more chatbots would give more empathy than the current level of, of we are experiencing an exceptionally high call volume at this time. The wait is 57 minutes. Anyway, let's get on. Get on with this. Here we go. Um, make it simple. ROI will soar by Grant Johnson, who's a board member of the Wisconsin DMA. That's And so we, man, whenever he writes something, we got to dive in. A few, a few years ago, while researching the power of simpler copy, something I have preached for decades, I came across a great Princeton University research paper titled, Consequences of Erudite Vernacular Utilized Irrespective of Necessity, Problems with Using Long Words Needlessly. And so I'm going to upload the abstract of this. There it is. But I found an abstract in Discover Magazine, which was easy to reprint. Plus, it included this nifty picture, a California bumper sticker on an Audi, mind you, that said, Eskew Obfuscation, <laughs> which means keep it, keep it simple, I suppose you could say. So this is just the abstract. This is about as far as I could understand. Most texts on writing style encourage authors to avoid overly complex words. However, a majority of undergrads admit to deliberately increasing the complexity of their vocabulary so as to give the impression of intelligence. Right. We used to thumb through a thesaurus by hand. <coughs> now we don't have to. Experiments have found a negative relationship between complexity and judged intelligence. So if you want to look dumb, it's especially important not to use word, not to use obscure vocabulary incorrectly. That is a bang, dig dead giveaway. Okay, the negative impact of complexity was mediated by processing fluency. Okay, so then they have something to say about it. In an effort not to be influenced by the irre irrelevant source of fluency, they overcompensate and are biased in the opposite direction. So because you have to process unusual words, this really is unusual words. They don't have to be big words. Um, you actually judge the writer to be less, less intelligent, not necessarily less well-educated might be more well more educated okay so back to back to grant's article okay the paper is well written but a tad long essentially it proves a few things that's what the paper if you want to read the whole paper our over communicated society craves simplicity okay as i said the smaller the words you use, contrary to popular belief. Now, subordinate phrases also are a, are a challenge. When I was in grad school, um, we were taught, basically, or I don't know who we were taught, but everybody writes like this. Um, we, were, we, we picked up to use subordinate phrases often. Uh, so this interjected, contrary to popular belief, that's a subordinate phrase, I believe that is, the smarter you appear, the smaller the words you use, the smarter you appear. Not that appearing smart is necessarily the best thing. Um, 
musician's friend has the stupid deal of the day where they claim that they mistakenly uh, they mistakenly are giving away something that someone isn't paying attention to and uh, and I always like the uh, the Fire Mountain Gems they had a cartoon of of uh, Stuart dropping a bag bags of beads and so you got a random grouping of beads because Stuart dropped the bag and it was I think it was called Stuart's stupid deal of the day or something so sometimes appearing to be less intelligent can be a better sales vehicle right uh that's kind of the sandler uh be not okay people will feel sorry for you don't carry a pencil with your pen when you're in the especially he was talking about home selling ask him for a pen ask him say i don't seem to have a pen they'll want to help you people can't help but care I, I, we watched The Whale last night, and that's one of the poignant lines in it. Interesting movie, I have to say. Okay, people want you to cut out the cut to the chase, and that begins by writing in a basic declarative style that we can process quickly. Um, there's a lot of interjections in this article. <laughs> I always try to get rid of interjections. What does it do? We can read that sentence. People with deep vocabulary still impress us subordinate clause right um but tink, tink, what's good is it there's a bunch of them in here i notice personally here at repository again does that help you any no here at repository we strive for the simplest form of copy whenever possible okay simpler is get rid of the interjections at the beginning of the sentences <laughs> there's a bunch of them here <laughs> Anyway, excellent article. Um, I did do a, a, a I did do a grammar checker because this paragraph, this sentence goes for all through here. That's another thing that you can do is short sentences. It makes your style punchy, which I was accused of by a lawyer who said, "Yes, your your punchy style might be effective or something like that." It was, I don't think it was a compliment. But it, but I, I had to work hard getting out of philosophy to get rid of subordinate clauses at the beginning, especially um, to get rid of passive voice. You know, one might think that one could, but in reality, one is challenged to do so practically. That's the way I used to write. So anyway, the bottom line is, if you discover how to communicate simply, see again, those second party it could say if you if you discover how to communicate this way you are perceived as more honest right you get that okay i can do this to anybody <laughs> but grant is a friend so i'm going to i'm going to call him up later um as most measurable marketing is copy driven first and again here's another <laughs> These interjections and subordinate clauses. Look at this sentence. That's a one long, long, long sentence. Okay, I would say we could knock that out easy. But if you want, if you want help with your integrated multi-channel campaigns, reach out to Rob Tresick or give me a call at whatever it says there. 
And don't forget, there's a Zoom tomorrow. I'll probably send one out either late today or early tomorrow to remind you that there's a Zoom tomorrow. It's just a lot of fun, as you can see. And people make connections, and actually we do have some business deals come from these things uh, because some of these people are very big decision makers that want that want to take it a little easy at the end of the day on Tuesday. So get over to WDMA.org. There's a little box in the upper right. You click on that and you can register or you can click on, if I sent you an email, you can get that. And uh, like and share. Feel free to invite your friends. They'll think you're smart. Have a great day. Bye-bye.